Welcome to the Go One Better podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah Tucker and Abby Layton. And if you're serious about mastering your mindset, nutrition and training, but love a good time and a lol, then stay around because we're about to become best friends. Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We're really excited. I'm so excited about this episode. So am I. Steph, thank you for being here. Thank welcome. You um, maybe just a little quick intro about who you are before we go into our five questions that we've just started. But yeah, yeah so Abby's, <laughs> Abby starts these episodes like, so we ask our guests this every five time. questions every time. I'm like, Abby, we've actually done it once. <laughs> this will be twice. So this will be the second time. I'm happy to be the second person that does it. Um, yeah, I always find it awkward to introduce myself as well. Like, but yeah, I'm Steph. Um, I live here in Melbourne, obviously, but I'm from London and I met Hannah through the gym and then yes. I had you on my podcast as well. So yep. I also have a podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm just here to talk about healing and being our best selves and all that kind of thing. It's just what I'm passionate about. And what all I'm right. Sure. So we are going to kick off with these five questions yes. that Abby thinks we do all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the best thing about this week for you? Um, so there's, I'm not living like normal weeks at the moment. I've got like a lot of stuff going on because I'm moving back, moving back to London. So there's a lot of things. Um, but yesterday I did do a little road trip with my girlfriend down to Geelong. We had to like do some stuff down there and the drive was actually the best thing. So fun. I know. We were just like giggling in the car, like laughing our heads off and there was like the sun was setting. You were like a child. We were just talking back like that. in our yeah. last one. Yeah. 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 And I feel like those simple moments are often the best. Worst thing or like just a bad thing, I guess, and how you overcame it. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually moaning just before about the weather because it's <laughs> so freaking hot and everyone's always like, oh, I love this weather. I don't. You don't. I'm not like, a fan. I'm not, I'm a, fan. not You're a fan of this like humidity. You are from London. Well, yeah. <laughs> London girl. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't mind a bit of snow. Like, <laughs> no, I like the sun, but not the humidity. But in mm. terms of like, something that I've overcome I mean I guess it's not overcoming but I was putting it off for a while and it was actually booking my ticket back I was supposed to go back in February and I've just like put it off on like another week another week another week and me and my girlfriend sat down two days ago and we were like okay we're booking it do it booked it 24th of March great so no yeah. return flight like are you moving back there to live yeah moving okay. back yeah yeah so it's been like nine years since I've been <gasps> back home living in my you know in London so I just feel like this has kind of come like full circle and I'm ready and I'm going with like a full heart like I love Melbourne I love my life here I love my friends but I just know that when I think about like my future I need to kind of just like yeah spread my wings and see what else is yeah yeah. that's so cool so nice (laughs) tell us something that you're proud of this last week oh my god about Um, yourself it's weird because I feel like I'm proud of just little things. Like, little things, yeah, that's great. I, yeah. Like, even just, you know what it's like when you're moving and you have to sort a million things out mm. and, like, things that are, like, out of your comfort zone, too. And I'm just, like, ticking off all those little to-do things. I'm, like, good. I'm staying, like... Proud of being organised. doing it. I'm doing it. And, I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, those little things. Love I think that. Are, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Something that you've learned? What have I learned? Oh, my God. I'll tell you what I've learned. <laughs> tell us. I've learned that dry cleaning is fucking expensive. <laughs> I literally had Dry no cleaning idea. Is the worst. It is so expensive. It's like more expensive than the clothes that you buy. It is. I literally <laughs> had like eight items that I went to the dry cleaners and I came in like to pick it up and they're like, oh, $260. <gasps> I literally stood there. I was like, 
wait, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, mate, I'm not being funny, but if I knew it's $260, I would have burnt these clothes and bought like new clothes. Oh like my what gosh. the hell? Anyway, I kind of like swindled them I down. swindled it I swindled it and I got them Did down you? to 100 oh well, that's yeah. something you're proud of that's bloody great yeah I'm proud of that one too yeah you yeah. should be I don't really dry clean I've never done it but I had all these like linen things and like yeah. things that I just can't you know like I didn't want to shrink them and yeah whatever. fair yeah very yeah. very fair mm-hmm. what do you want to accomplish next week what do I want to accomplish next week oh my god um I don't know. Oh my god! Wait, I'm moving out of my house on the eighth, so that's on Tuesday next week. I want to accomplish that move. Okay, that's so I want to pack it all up and yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's definitely doable as well. Yeah, Yeah. especially because you have to. A sweat fest in this heat, so Mm. that's like a vibe. Is it meant to cool down? I think it's cooling down. Well, I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck it being hot and moving that's just horrific yeah i know i had that moving to the gold coast it was so hot the week i got there and i was just like carrying boxes like dripping with sweat and it was awful it's last time i moved house it was torrential rain that's even yeah, worse, so what's worse? That's rain. Worse. Or like way worse hot. like our couches <laughs> our tvs it was we were scrambling oh. it was we had to yeah. wait for like patches of like non-rain dry spells to <laughs> quickly run to the car and it was so bad yeah, yeah. rain's worse for rain's sure. way worse yeah so yeah. Let's jump into it. Yeah. Yeah, Tell us, what is emotional release therapy Mm -hmm. um, or, like, self-directed healing? Like, sort of explain to us what it is and what you do. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I guess a little bit of background on it all is that I feel like I've been on a very long healing journey myself. um, But with most things, that kind of gets exacerbated when you go through something hard. Like, I'm sure we can all relate to going through things that, like, just break us and then we're like right it's on like mm, it's, it's time we're to healing. Move. we're healing yeah <laughs> well, a lot of people don't yeah. do that well yeah this is the that's actually the mm. truth and that is a shame um but i feel like people are becoming more aware on the importance of this kind of stuff and the importance of our emotional connection like our mind and body are so interlinked and when you want to take that even further like looking at even cancer and tumors and things like that they they are all linked to your emotional wellness mm. as well but yeah so for me I um, spent a long time in hypnotherapy I've done all sorts of different types of therapy and I pretty much go to I know two or three people a week I'm like addicted to this stuff. Wow. <laughs> like, just I'm, to chat <laughs> yeah I'm just like unpack more <laughs> another layer um, but I came across this self-directed healing technique and as soon as I did my first session, I pretty much said to the to the lady, I was like, where can I train to do this? This is something that I really love. And she showed me and I went and did it. And it's basically a combination of talk therapy. So when we're talking, we talk from our conscious um, and just I guess like like we are now we're just consciously talking about what we think is reality mm-hmm. um when when you're working with your subconscious so with sort of like the hypnotherapy aspect of it we get delve deeper into our psyche our subconscious and that's kind of where more of the truth lies and then we do kind of um body testing because our bodies don't lie everything is stored in our bodies and that combination is just so powerful and really allowing people and creating a, a space for people to really feel um and release emotion um and i'll explain how we do that in a bit um it really is quite profound like it just 
So it's it a, amazes me over and so over. So it's a combination of the three together. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like most therapies, you're doing one or mm. the other. This one, we're doing all of it in one session, and it cuts out a lot of the like, just cuts out a lot of the crap mm. and gets right to it. Yeah. yeah. And I can say that as a truth because I've literally experienced every therapy. <laughs> do you have a specific order in which do you like talk first yeah. and then do the hypnotherapy, or do you do the hypnotherapy first and then talk through it? Like, is there a specific way that you yeah. work through so, the session? So basically, you'll um, you'll come in and we like have a chat. So I pretty much you most people come in because there's a reason you're coming in, right? Mm. And they pretty much just download everything. So you get like, <laughs> blah, 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 and then this, and then this, and then this, and you're just like writing, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, um, I put on these binaural beats, and it helps you get into a brainwave state that's a bit more relaxed, and, you know, we do some breath work techniques and stuff. And then um, I have about 20 questions. So I'll ask these questions and I'll get you to answer them. And whatever answer you give me, it doesn't like, don't overthink it. So for instance, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I'll, I would say, um, if you were to rate from one to 10, how, um, how much grief you feel, for instance, you would say whatever number it is. And there's like 30 of them. So like, so for instance, like how much shame do you feel? How much anger do you feel? How much sadness? How much do you love yourself? All of these questions, right? And you rate them from one to 10. That gives me a really clear indication of where you are at emotionally um, and what kind of needs to be addressed first. So if you're, for instance, eight out of 10 fear, I know there's some serious work that needs to be done around what is causing that fear mm. or if you're two out of ten in self-love then I know that we need to work on how much you love yourself and how much you value yourself and these subconscious like uh like numbers that you're giving me that's coming from a place of like truth in your body like sometimes our head wants to go oh well you know like for instance like with connection that's a one that people kind of stumble on. They're like, well, I do have like loads of friends and I am connected, but blah, blah, blah. But actually they feel not connected at mm, all. At all, yeah. And I say to them, like, how do you actually feel? Don't tell me what you think you should feel. Yeah, how do you feel? Actually feel. Yeah, how loved do you feel? Well, I know like, you know, my mum and dad really love me. I know I have a lot of like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I actually don't feel that. Well, I want to know how you feel. Mm. So like, it's, it's about starting to be really honest with how we feel about things. People must really find that hard. They do. Yeah, they do not used to. Really I hard. feel like I'd really find that hard. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't find that hard. Yeah. Hannah, I'm not the fucking yeah. Sign Abby up for some sessions, please. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll pay for it. Just yeah. Put her into therapy. <laughs> and I find the one really, the, 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 the one that I find the most interesting is like, how angry do you feel? Because <laughs> you're open about that, Anne. I'm angry all the time. Everyone yeah. knows. And it's like, you're not walking. It doesn't mean you're walking around like angry, angry. but it's like when you really sink in, like, is there Deep anger? Down, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And a, and a lot of the time people are like, oh, you know, one or two, but they're almost like saying it in a kind of angry way. I'm like, you're actually, really? Mm. <laughs> Do you want to re-answer yeah, that? Yeah, like, here's a mirror. <laughs> Trigger. Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Trigger. So that's how it starts, right? And then I start saying um, phrases. So from, from those answers, I will then pick out phrases. So say you gave me like a two out of 10 for how much you love yourself. I will say, um, I feel unlovable. And then you kind of like say it back. And I say like, how, how 
uh, does that feel like a truth for you? And if it does, then that's the limiting belief that we then work with. If it doesn't, we keep going and... F- Are you with me? I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we keep re- repeating that. And then when we found the limiting belief, so say that, it, let's just go with I'm unlovable. Um, we really find where that is in the body. Most of the time, that particular one would be in the heart. We then... How, give do you, it a how do you know? Like, what if it's in the arm? It might <laughs> oh well be. Honest, no, I seriously. Don't know. Like, seriously. Not that particular question, it, but anything could yeah. be like, you could be holding that anywhere, tension. Yeah. Or, you're, you're, honestly, it's yeah. true. So it, it depends. Like, for instance, say, like, uh, even if it was like, I am anxious, right? Anxiety, where do you kind yeah, of feel you that? Feel it? Sometimes in the hands, in the mm. fingers, when you start going, you know? So we find it because it's always stored. And again, you're starting to use your intuition to actually find where they are. And, and interestingly enough, like a lot of like gut issues and things, mm. they stem from yep. the emotions. Tra- trapped emotion. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so real. And the more I like work with it, the more I'm like, why did we learn this when we were like five years old? Seriously, yeah. like, we need to know this about our body so yeah. that we can like live a actually healthier life and you know, we're all in the fitness industry. We all advocate for health. Mm. Well, this is like this is the foundation. The biggest bit, yeah. 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 So after that, what we really do in the session is we get you to feel it. So obviously in most circumstances, in most like, <laughs> in most like uh, therapy sessions, if you were just going to like a psychologist or something, they give you like tools to like cognitively like deal with it, if you know what I mean. So they would kind of say, oh, I don't know. They just give you like tools. Like like handbook, like yeah, just basic. Like, like do this, yeah. try and think of this or like change the way you behave like textbook. in this way. Mm. Yeah. Textbook things, it's yeah. like, it just doesn't really work. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just, and then you always feel I like actually had that today. So I actually had a psychologist appointment this morning. Oh yeah, tell me. <laughs> and without sort of getting into it too much, even though everyone thinks that I don't share enough on this podcast, I think I share a lot. Yeah, share yeah, away. No, you, this you is do. a safe space. Someone you wrote don't to just us give and details. said that I don't give enough details about my life. I think about specific like, people. But that's okay. uh, anyways, I went to my psychologist and I sort of was like, I'm having these really silly thoughts mm-hmm. <laughs> about a situation that I'm in. This is me avoiding being descriptive. <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I would be like, <laughs> what are the silly thoughts? <laughs> I know they, they are really silly and I'm yeah. fully aware. aware that they're silly. Mm-hmm. And she sort of was just like, well, just, just change your thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a lot easier said than done, mm. sweetie. Yeah. I need you to tell me how to think or, like, direct me in the way to think, yeah. not just be like, well, maybe instead of going, you know, he is doing that, be like, it's okay if he's doing that because, you know, he's doing this. It's so yeah. hard without context. No, but I, I get what I understand saying. the textbook side yeah. of it, which I had never really experienced until today when I was like, that was really not helpful. It's not mm. helpful. And the thing is, what I would say, like, say if we were in a session, I would kind of get you to unpack your actual thoughts. We yeah. won't go I won't do it. that on here, and but I can I'd do that. Like, and <laughs> I would just validate it be like we need to validate those thoughts mm. we need to feel what we're feeling whether it's true or not or whether it's silly well, it's or not truth, mm. we validate it because yeah. it's a feeling and if we don't validate it that's when it starts being repressed it's like when we say to children oh no don't cry don't cry don't cry no cry mm. yeah. get it out now yeah let that be your truth now in this moment and then you can shake it off and go well i guess that goes for us too it's like when something happens and you're like no i don't care i don't want to yeah. care i don't yeah. need to care yeah. And you fight that emotion for so long yeah. and then it you're just and like, you all really right, care. I fucking and care. And then it manifests. Yeah. You fucking care. Yeah. 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 And then it comes out eight years later in a therapy mm. session. Mm. <laughs> 
literally that's yeah. literally me yeah <laughs> anyway sorry i got so tired so no, sidetracked no, that's good so yeah and then so we, we we kind of we really feel it we we bring it up we like intensify the emotion by giving it more thought more life i get you to repeat i'm not good enough or i feel unloved or whatever it is God. and then we Imagine. trace the feeling so i'll say to you once we've dealt with this like this with this thing I say when's the last time you felt this way and you'll take me back to maybe it was yesterday or maybe it was this morning when your boyfriend did something or co-worker did something or whatever we go through that whole scene feel the emotion of that scene this isn't the first time you felt this way we go back and we go back and we mm. go back until we find the first time you believed that that was a truth for you so God. and usually well it always is between the ages of zero and seven because that's where our subconscious beliefs are built and um yeah because when we're when we're a child we don't have the cognitive awareness to go oh this is just happening it's mm. not actually about me when we're a child we absorb everything as like oh it's my fault or mm. it's this or it's that oh, or if mum was busy cooking and i was trying to show her something it doesn't mean mum doesn't care and doesn't love me but when you're a child you're just like oh, that's all you think like, yeah, yeah. Just to, yeah and the thing that's the thing with trauma right People think that trauma has to be some massive traumatic event, like a car yeah. crash or something that's just completely given, you know, ruined your life or whatever. But it's not. Trauma is how we have uh, dealt with the emotions of a situation. So if we haven't dealt with the emotions in a way that we can understand, it leaves a traumatic imprint on our self-belief. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and and if you don't deal with that over time, that manifests into something greater. Yeah, or not greater, because we as a child have decided that that, that's a truth in that moment because we weren't otherwise aware, and then every time something else happens, that kind of like reinforces that belief. It just builds and builds and builds Mm. and builds and builds, and then. So how does how do you how do you then? Break down that limiting belief. Yeah. Like, how do you, you know, conquer that old chestnut? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, so basically, once we've gone back and back and back, we re, we kind of retell our psyche the narrative of truth. So we then go back as what 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 I do is I kind of um we'll go into inner child work. So what we then do once we found that moment in time of when we were a child and this belief started. We go back as our adult self now and reparent the child that yeah, okay. and that is the most beautiful part of the session. Like that is the part where I'm crying, they're crying, like oh everyone's gosh, crying. Wow. Far out. Because the love that you feel for that little child and the thing is we could have had the most beautiful parents in the world that mm. loved us so much and we grew up in a beautiful safe environment and what well, whatever, but there's always little bits missing. There's always like there's no perfect life or, mm. you know. And we go back and there's no one that knows ourselves better than us. Yeah. So we can really tell that child, our inner child, like what we need to hear to hear in that moment. And then we just recreate the narrative. And also just having an awareness and understanding shifts things anyway, mm. naturally. So when we can start understanding why we think the way we think and why that hurts us, we can start going, no, nah, that's not actually the truth. And we can just start living a little bit more free. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> A lot. That is really, a lot. really cool. Do you yeah, usually, that's, it's, yeah, yeah. Do right. you usually find that 
like when you're working with a client, do they have more than like one limiting belief? Yeah, or is there yeah, like- many. There's pretty much like this kind of work is it's unraveling all the layers. Mm. It's kind of undoing all the things, right? So it's not like, oh, you come into one session, you've got one limiting belief and you're and done. You're done. done. <laughs> yeah, you're like fixed. it's so, there's so many and you might need to go into that same one a few times. Yeah, okay. Um, and there might be, you would be so surprised where your subconscious takes you in form of like the memory of, like that childhood memory and you're like oh my god as if that moment was the moment yeah interesting like you just like it could be like you were in line at the supermarket and you know i don't it could be anything yeah yeah Mm. yeah. and you're just like oh wow okay see i don't i don't i don't even feel like i remember my zero to seven year old child yeah (laughs) and what's really interesting is sometimes the sessions go back into the womb and they go back oh. into past lives. Yeah. And when, when we when we do like womb work, um, there's a lot of um, emotions that you absorb from your mother during mm. that time. And especially during the birthing process. So like I just think it's so important that when we are pregnant and like have babies and whatever, we're so conscious of that because you are absorbing it. There is generational trauma that gets absorbed. So we wow, have to be mm. very I've actually got I've got a client who suffers from um really bad O C D and anxiety and his mother was pregnant with him. Yeah. And um, I think it was like two days before she was about to give birth, her father died in like a tragic oh God, car yeah. accident. Yeah. And the stress yeah. and the pain that yeah. um, she went through, I think obviously throughout his birth and all of that thereafter, he, well, I think that's why he has such bad like mental 100%. issues. Not yeah. issues, but. Yeah. In the same way that we take on the DNA of like our ancestors, we take on their mm. trauma. Mm. And that is literally fact (laughs) so it's just so interesting and we have a duty to kind of like well I feel like this day and age we have the awareness to start mending ourselves Mm. so that we don't keep passing it on down and down and down and we can we've got that awareness so we're fixing the lineage (laughs) that has been you know um so yeah it's kind of nice that we're in this time where we can actually do that yeah, that's really yeah. cool. That's really fascinating. Yeah. So if you could put it into a sentence. Yeah. What is your why? <laughs> oh, my God. To I mean, make a couple of sentences. Yeah. So, so <laughs> my why? Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Tell me, please. <laughs> I truly believe that a lot of us live in a trap of our own emotional, like, trauma. Mm-hmm. And we are in a society that is highly anxious, highly depressed, um, living very kind of like within a small scope of what actual possibility is. So I guess my why is really to help people get rid of all that shit so we can live the most authentic, liberated life where we don't have to be scared and small and, you know, a shell of ourselves. We have so much potential and we're not really living in full of that. I'm really glad that you just said that word authentic because yeah. that was literally the next question that I wanted to ask yeah. you. You were about to start talking though. Do you want That's to say okay. something? That's okay. No, you go. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, no. I, love the, I love the dynamic I just... between you two. It fucking cracks me up. <laughs> I like saw you out of the corner of your arm, like open your mouth and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm coming in here. I think I was going to go for the angle of just sorry, as I'm budging here. In terms of like people striving to always be happy, mm. I think – 
I don't know, happiness is an emotion and I don't think you can always constantly strive to be happy, but that mm. is probably the reason why we're all so unhappy. Right? Yeah, I think there is such a, a heaviness on the word happy because um, people are always like, I just want to be happy. Mm. I'm like, well... What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Happiness comes and goes. I think it's much more um, realistic to aspire to just live a life of like peace and contentment and fulfillment mm. and with where, purpose, with purpose mm. and and being in alignment with what your actual soul's calling is i think so many of us get so sidetracked by what we think will make us happy like the latest materialistic things. thing mm. or this and that or having whatever it is that we get tricked into thinking we get tricked into thinking happiness is something else and also like sorry and also like when i have such and such and such this exactly. will make me happy and it's this yeah. dangling carrot and we're never going to get gonna there be. because once we've got it then the, it's then the next, next thing, thing. we yeah. realize that that doesn't make us happy and um yeah i actually on on my podcast um uh interviewed a guy who i did a retreat with and we spoke about happiness and how um really it comes down to what you value too and like are you living in your values are you living in your purpose that will just make you feel mm, happy kind like of feel like, good yeah, better. Yeah. Like, feel good like alive yeah 100 percent. Mm. like when you're living in truth then uh, for me that's the goal like mm. i'm gonna have bad days mm. and i also listen to this podcast i forget the name of the guy it's like mo something um and he's called the happiness guru or something and he got asked do you ever have bad days? And he was like, I have bad days all the time. I get pissed off all the time, mm. but I constantly come back to self and I'm fine. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm just not like sitting in misery all the mm. time. Cause I just keep coming back to self. And that kind of sums up for me. I love that. Mm. Yeah. So back to the authentic self thing <laughs> yeah. just before Abby really interrupted me. <laughs> nah, <rude>. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so interesting. I love that. And I think, well, but I think both Abby and I have, it, that's come, it's come up a lot in the last couple of episodes that we've mm. done and like you know living your life to its fullest <laughs> fullest potential yeah. so how do you educate people on being their most authentic self yeah I know? love that question because that is honestly one of my biggest things I feel like People want to know what their purpose is. People always are kind of saying, like, I just want to live out my true calling and all the rest of it. But we can't do that unless we're in complete alignment with what our authentic self is. And we are not going to know what our authentic self is unless we sit with ourselves mm. and are honest with ourselves. And it starts with that radical self-honesty. Um, so I always try and ask myself and I ask my clients, like, is what you're thinking and is what you're saying actually your truth or is that a conditioning? So by that, I mean, let's just put it in a real basic way. Like, do you actually like those shoes or do you like those shoes? Cause they're all over Instagram and everyone's wearing them. Mm. Like that's like the most basic like yeah, yeah. example, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. It's like, do you think that because that is your actual belief or are you just, is that what your parents think yeah. or your friends think or your, you know, your society, society yeah. yeah. So it's always coming back to that and asking yourself, is that true for me? 
why is that true for me? And like just always having that self-dialogue. When you truly know yourself and your opinions and you're honest with yourself, no one else can shake you because Mm. they can't catch you out because you already know you. Mm. No one else is going to know you better than you know you unless you're lying to yourself, Mm. (laughs) which then is your your lesson, right? So uh, when you're in alignment with you, you can start making really authentic decisions because you're not scared. You're living in your truth. That means you're living in your power. Um, and then yeah everything else just kind of like falls into place I'm not really worried about what people think of me because I'm really sure of what I think of myself Mm. and that gives me a lot of strength I love that Mm. that's amazing (laughs) you're amazing I was yeah there's a quote from Benko I think he said the other day on that podcast I was listening to Um, he said that you tell what what was it you can don't you say to people I don't care what you think about me but I care about you Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Wait, go again. So I don't care what you think about me. This is what you say to people. Like, I don't care what you think about me, but I care about you. Yeah, that's nice. I care about you regardless of what you think of me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Following. I like that. I also like that. Yeah. Um, So going back again, just slightly to Abby and I speaking about this on a couple of Mm. episodes, or we did actually have to do a full episode on seizing your life. Mm. Um, Do you think that most people live their lives to their full potential no and why not not. limiting beliefs yeah fear yeah Mm. fear these limiting beliefs that really really hold us back if you if i told you like if i asked you what would you do if you weren't gonna fail you could do anything yeah i love that question yeah once like when I actually like get goosebumps when I think of that because I'm like, mm. oh my god, I can do so much. Mm, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, but like, within your means, I mean, yeah. you can't freaking do everything. Yeah, but yeah. But I agree. you it's just you are very. We are very held back, and even even through our understanding and our knowledge that we have, like we actually don't understand ourselves at all really Mm. like that is such a process and we think that we know ourselves but then the more work internal work we do we're like oh my god is that my truth and then there's like another truth and another and the deeper it goes it's just like wow so when you start getting really humble with how little you actually know yourself you start getting really humble with how little you know about what else is out there Mm. and that saying of like the more you know the more you know you don't know Mm. literally is so true like the more I learn the more I'm like god okay and you yeah again you're just humbled by the fact that there is so So much much more to learn to learn and it's never ending and I'm just like so I'm literally such a like study geek like I just like read and learn all the time that's great <laughs> that's great but i've got a, I've got a quick question for you this is kind of off topic I yeah guess, but what do you think our purpose on this earth is yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just sort of thinking about that like yeah what, yeah i'd love I, to hear your I, opinion I did, on that um i did answer this this question in in another podcast and i think that it is so layered because you have what is your you know what is your day-to-day purpose? How are you living authentically? How are you contributing to society? What is your purpose spiritually here? Like, why? Are we, seriously, I ask myself this. Well, all that's the time. what I mean. Like, why, why the are, the we are we here? That's what I yeah. meant by the and question. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, and uh, I, I've had this conversation with people before. I'm like, I don't want to sound morbid. Like, 
what is the point in our life? Like, honestly. I think about that all the yeah. time. Whenever I'm driving, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is everyone doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what are, are we, we doing here? here? Yeah. And like, Do you not think about that? No. Oh. I think about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I honestly think so. I th- no, I think about it at, like, myself. Like, like my well, how I spoke to you yesterday. Yeah. being like, the fuck am I doing no, with my I life? No, I think about mm. humans. No, I, think I don't about think about what human the fuck existence. are we doing yeah. on this earth. See, you see that, that your question of, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, right? Mm. So many people would think that. And they're kind of asking, am I doing the right thing? Am I on track? Like, you know, we have all these like little like milestones that we think that we should be hitting in mm. society or whatever. It's like, that's just the conditioning of where we are on earth mm. here now. If we were in some tribe in the Amazon or whatever, we wouldn't be thinking that same thing. That's yeah. just society so pressures. Yeah. yeah. So it's like our connection to what our actual reality and existence is. And so I think about that a lot. I think also like, who created that? Like, who created that this is how we're living? Like, yeah, so with... No, <laughs> that's, well, a, that's a great thought too. I love that. But I love yeah, that so like, why are we here? Even <laughs> if we tick all the boxes, even if we live every day 100% great, whatever, and what? Then what? We fucking die anyway, right? I had this thought yesterday. So <laughs> I guess the purpose, I now think, is very karmic. And we have... Um, do, do you know much about, like like other dimensions and like different lives that we would have all lived and all the rest no, of it. No, I don't know much about that. Um, so we have lived multiple, multiple lives. Like we've been around, this is what I believe and this is kind of like what like my, my study has like led me to believe like we have multiple lives and I can vouch for that because I've done many past life regressions where it was my absolute truth that I lived other lives. Like I can, I, I just know that that's the truth. And so we, we learn lessons in every life and that's where, where they talk about like karma, like karma, people think karma is like, oh, you've done something bad. Like it's going to come around to you. Karma is so much bigger than that. It's about the energy that you're actually putting out. So it might not even be an action. It could be like a thought. It could be an intention. Like, oh God, I life, think some pretty dark yeah. thoughts. Like life, life is about intention. So you oh might God. be doing something nice, but your intention is to like maybe manipulate it so it works for you. Whatever it is, like <gasps> you've got to be really pure in what you do. Oh shit, i got to reassess. I've got to fucking reassess. I'm a bad person. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, oh but yeah. So I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I answered. I went on a bit. I don't know how we got onto that question. Know. Yeah. <laughs> we always go on little tangents. We'll, we'll full stop it there. <laughs> I would love to do a past life regression. I find yeah. that really interesting. Yeah, it's very it healing. Me out. So I um, I actually, I, I think I said this in our other podcast about seizing your life. How up in the Gold Coast now, I've I've found that I've like really attracted a lot of people that are really into breath work and like yeah. you know working on themselves and I don't have that in Melbourne mm. and anyway this one guy that I got to talking to was like he's done all these um ceremonies with mm. um uh you and Jack's yeah ayahuasca. ayahuasca yeah have you done that <laughs> yeah no I haven't, oh, but haven't I just recently did Cambo it's like a similar kind of thing with like frog poison but yeah so go, go on Karen, carry on with that because we won't talk about this <laughs> wait that's turbo I don't want to hear about question off again off topic psychedelics I know yeah. that you've dabbled yeah yeah I too have dabbled I'd enjoy yeah. it um <laughs> dabbled dabbled a little bit here and there mm. um is that does that come into the because I know well, I don't know if you, you you probably don't use them in your um practice or anything yeah no um, but would that come into like the conscious or unconscious 
Yeah, great question. I, yeah, I was trying to yeah. think about that. That would go into your unconscious. Unconscious. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, your subconscious. Subconscious. Sorry. sorry, not unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> asked <out>. well, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? A lot has come up with um, psychedelics for me um, recently. Like, I know that in the spiritual community, they're very big on ayahuasca, cambo, DMT, like mm. mushrooms, all of that kind of stuff, and. I do feel like it has a place, but I am really, um, there, there comes a point where you have to do the work, Mm, right? Agreed. And I feel like a lot of people use this as to spiritually bypass the work. Mm, They think, you know, I'm just going to take this. I'm going to see the light. I'm going to blah, 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 have this epiphany, blah, 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 blah. If you don't integrate what you've seen, so for instance, if you do ayahuasca and you've got all these messages and da 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 from the universe and you feel like you have to integrate that, you have to action that, you yeah. have to actually do something with that. But a lot of people just get so addicted to that that experience. Think, um, yeah, taking psychedelics and whatever, it can be a nice like gateway to these like openings and epiphanies and you know seeing truth of who we really are because we are so conditioned by society so it's kind of going this is who you are this is the truth of you blah 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 but unless it's actioned it's I don't think it's really actually getting you where you want to be and it can be used to spiritually bypass the work that you actually need to do doing the work is not fun Sitting in the darkness is not fun. Mm. And I say that metaphorically, like sitting in your shadow, sitting in like, you know, the dark night of the soul where you are literally on your on on your knees on the floor crying for months on end. Mm. Like you can either surrender to that, you can either use that as your fuel to really kind of rebuild, or you can start going, nah, I'm gonna suppress it here and look to all these external things, alcohol, drugs, sex. friends whatever else to just mask the pain and for me personally I now kind of get excited when people are like in that dark moment I literally am like let's go (laughs) 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 it's like actually good like embrace those moments now because they are the they are the moments that tell your character they are the moments that truly show you are you someone who wants to grow or Mm. not because a lot of people make out like they are a Mm. lot of people make out like they find these things important for their spiritual growth but then we'll just go to the psychedelics or whatever and be like oh yeah tick that box tick that box Mm. yeah i saw this blah 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 blah. have integrated nothing have embodied nothing as their truth yeah and that's kind of like it just takes the piss really Mm. because you're kind of like well it's just like not authentic yeah so like feel the pain work through the pain like literally that is your soil to grow from and i think that for me i'm not scared of 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 pain anymore because i really feel like it's so powerful so on like a like a a greater scale in terms of like how we can get better as a society at like dealing with this sort of stuff it obviously stems from our childhood like when we're in pain we're kind of told to be quiet or things like that yeah do you think the work needs to start coming from the parents to like to and educate i guess them on how to let their children express themselves yeah and i'm glad you brought that up about parents because 
there is no bigger job in the world than to be a parent. But parents mm. also don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't like, because parents they're... are broken children. Yeah, well, yeah, we... literally. <laughs> like if I was to have a child right now, I would have not like an... <laughs> people do. I you would, would have... unconsciously. Are you laughing? <laughs> you'd unconsciously pass on all your shit. Exactly. To them, like, and I have no idea what to. I'd, yeah. And if I started crying, I'd probably be like, "Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> Shut the yeah. fuck up!" Well, yeah, it's so true. Mm. And you know, I have a background in primary school teaching, and it's the same thing with like even with teachers and that's why I wanted to step away because I don't believe in what we're doing in schools I don't believe that it's important to teach a five-year-old you know whatever xyz about history and geography and maths before they actually understand their body and emotions Mm. and know what the hell is going on in their own minds like that is the foundation and when children don't feel safe they can't really express and when you can't express you can't fully learn and take things in you're always in like this fear mode right mm. I, i'm sure you can relate how many times have you sat in school just like rigid mm, yeah and, like oh i've got to do as i'm told like not able to fully express like how many children suffer like not suffer but how many children have like so many different ways of learning and wanting to be and live and express and they're just all like have to conform to this one way of being. And mm. if you don't, then you're naughty, you get a detention, you do whatever it is. And it's just like, that is just repression over and over and over and over mm. again. And that's why there's so many adults that are just like, fucked. Um, so yeah, going back to your being parents, like I joked with my friend saying like, I really feel like you should have to pass some sort of psychological test <laughs> to have a child. Have a child yeah. Because, oh my God. And how many, ch- how many people have children to fill a void within themselves. Yeah. And that yeah. really or scares me because the, yeah. 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 To try and fix or, a relationship yeah. or and that that's genuine like I I don't want to like sound mean by saying that, but like that is genuinely a concern because you have to really you have to be so hyper aware that like your child has come through you but is not your, like, you don't actually own the child. It's not yours. And I think a lot, I don't know if your parents said this, but, you know, my mum would be like, you're mine. Like, you know, you're, like, you came through me. Like, my you mom know. says that all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, mum, I'm not yours. Like, I'm mine. I'm my own being. Mm. I'm my own soul. Like, I've come through you, but I actually have nothing else to do with you, really. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's really important to, I know that I'm going to be aware of that when I have a child and be like, you go and be you. Like, have none of my expectations or the unmet needs in me like put onto him or her to fulfill for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's like, like when parents try to like live vicariously mm, through their children. Oh, my ballet career didn't work out so you're going to be a ballet yeah. like ballerina and you're going to like make it work. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even just things like our fear, like what we're scared of, like maybe... Uh, I, I, I can't think of an example, but... Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like our, our fears, our worries, our anxieties, our, our perceptions of the world, our opinion on others. Like anything that we try and force upon our child is just like... There's no point. No. Nah. Yeah. They've got to figure it out themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and let them but be. With let direction. things go wrong, like, yeah. you know, and, just, and always just come with love so that when a child is crying, for instance, be like... You are, it is so fine for you to be crying right now. Like, let's cry together. Like, you know, let's just feel it. Get it all out. Mm. Rather than being like, shh, 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 no, 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 you're brave. You're brave. You don't need to cry. Like, no, you just yeah, cry. Just cry. You crying does not make you brave. That does not make you not brave. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, it's just these narratives, these phrases that we're grown up with um, that we've got to start not saying, but it's so easy to repeat the things that we've heard mm. from our parents. Yeah. 
we've got to like catch ourselves and be like, no, 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 that's actually not true. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you do. <laughs> you do, you babe. No, I love that. That's just, I, yeah. I feel like as a society, we've got a fucking lot of work to do. Yeah, we that's do. That's like overwhelming. Yeah, I'm feeling incredibly mm. overwhelmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big responsibility. It's massive. Yeah. How do you tackle that? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, being a parent. No, just like, I we've don't know. You're going to be a parent soon. Yeah. And like, yeah. Ex- explore their emotions, mom. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sort of oh, can we talk them. about, um, so in your podcast, mm. um, you did mention something that triggers and mirrors in what you don't like about yourself. Yeah, yeah that, let's unpack yeah. that Can we one. unpack that a little? Yeah, let's unpack triggers. <laughs> okay, so um, when people talk about um, things that trigger you or, so I... It's a very buzzy word. It is. Trigger. Trigger. I feel mm. like at the moment everyone is talking about trigger. Everyone's like, oh, triggering, triggering, mm, triggering. Yeah. Um, which, one, yeah, it's good that people are now having an awareness of what triggers them. But also, again, don't bypass what that actually means. So by, by you doing something and me saying, oh, that's actually really triggering me. Mm. And then kind of almost saying like, so can you not do that? That's like actually not that helpful. What is helpful is when I notice, ah, oh, you've done something that's kind of evoked a feeling in me that's triggered me. Mm. That's a wound that I need to heal within myself. Mm. So for instance, like, let's just use it in a way that like a lot of girls could relate to. Say, say you, um, say you've broken up with your boyfriend and then you see them, see him dating another girl, right? And that's triggering, right? You start like looking at everything, you start comparing all of this stuff. Whose problem actually is that? You want to start blaming him. You want to start blaming her. Most most people are like, oh, she's not. Okay. Look, whatever it is, you mm. know, whatever narrative you come up with, you're triggered. So look at where that wound is stemming from. And when you can start asking yourself, why does this bother me? Why, why, why? And you can kind of start realizing this is like a self-love issue or this is a wound from like way back when. Whose responsibility is it to fix that? Not his not hers, not anyone else's, but yours. So you start have you start having an awareness of projecting less as if the other person is to blame for how you feel and taking responsibility for how you feel because it's something that is within you. And that is a big thing that I really am passionate about is taking full responsibility for yourself. Mm. Because if someone else can have an impact on how you feel about you, that's giving a lot of control to another person. Mm. I don't really want anyone to be able to trigger me mm. in any way because then that means I've gone, here you go, have some power over me. Like, mm. I actually have no interest in giving that to anyone. I think people really struggle to take responsibility they for do. their actions. Yeah. Though. So how would you suggest people like work at accepting things for sort of what they are, not... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know, no, I know, I know what, I know what you mean. Like... I think when it comes to, um, again, it, it comes down to that radical honesty with yourself, mm. right? And if you can start appreciating who you are, you can start, the more in tune you are with, with the things that make you insecure or um, trigger you <laughs> or whatever, the more connected you are with yourself, the more compassion you have for everyone else and everything else. So I could, again, let's use that example. I could then put my put myself in her shoes. 
his shoes and start going, well, they might look at me and think X, Y, Z. And just start having more like compassion for everything as a whole, myself included and everyone else that's in what, like whatever the situation zone, is. Yeah, yeah. So, so you just kind of start, I think, again, the responsibility and compassion for self comes like quite hand in hand because on one hand, you do want to be radically responsible and therefore pull yourself up on your bullshit. Mm. Go, no, no, come on, Steph. Like, this is like, this is mm. a new thing. Like, stop projecting onto other people. But then also have compassion for my human self that is feeling the emotion mm. and yeah. honoring that. Yeah. So, um, and the more, like I said, the more connected you are with yourself, the more you really understand that, like, you're, the way, the things that you're going through, other people are also feeling and experiencing. Like, they have insecurities, they have fears, they have, like, sadness and grief and all these things. Like, especially being a therapist, you know, you look at people and think they have things together. Now I look at people and know that they've got so much shit. Mm -hmm. Every single person. And, like... And then I just have so much love for everyone. So I find it really hard to look at a person that maybe I once would have thought threatening or whatever, whatever the situation. And I have to think, like, I actually just like kind of have a lot of love, like mm. regardless of how you make me feel, because how you make me feel is my problem, my responsibility, mm. not yours. Mm. And I've still got like a lot of like love and respect for you because like you're just being you. How I feel about you is my issue. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's a very interesting way to look at things. It's all about perspective as yeah. well. Yeah, and, and and I guess with that sort of like self-responsibility, it's really, it helps you get out of victim mentality as well. Mm. I think a lot of us um, sit in blame and in victim mentality and don't want to admit that it might be something that's, that's within, within us. Within and they're yeah. like, no, 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 you've made me feel like this. No, you've triggered me. Mm. You've triggered the feeling in me. You can't make me feel any way. Um, so I think really stepping into our own power by being responsible for ourselves. Yeah. Love that. Love that so much, Steph. That I've was, loved this whole app. That was such a great oh, chat. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us. I feel like I us. need to like work on myself or um, something. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely got a lot of work to We've do. We've got some work to do, um, Shady. Just quickly, Steph, where can our listeners find you on Instagram? On, or, yeah. yeah. Um, so on Instagram, I'm happy healing hypno. Um, that's kind of like my business page and where I put all like, like this kind of stuff. And yeah. then my personal one is Sunday Steph. Sunday Steph. Yeah. Great. Um, and to, if they want to work with you, just hit yeah, you up via if Instagram. If you would like to work with me, um, I do have a website or just, yeah, what, via Instagram. You can just DM and then I can direct you where to go. Love that Love so it. much. Thank you so much for joining. Good yeah, luck with the move. You. Thank you so much. Such and a, thanks for having me. And of I course, just, anytime. Yeah, I love this. Such a <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Cheers.